Welcome to Story Tenth Geoshri. Let's continue Ramona Quimby, age eight, by Beverly Cleary. Chapter Four: The Quimby Squirrel, Part Two. Snow indoors, icicles on a mustache. Ramona was full of questions that she sh- she would not let herself ask. Maybe, working as Santa's little helper wasn't as much fun as she had thought. I'll tell you what," said Mister Quimby to Missus Quimby when the last cookie crumb had been eaten. "You need a rest. Tomorrow the girls can get dinner, and you can take it easy." "Good idea," said Missus Quimby. "Sometimes I do get tired of cooking." "But I'm supposed to go to Mary Jane's tomorrow," protested Beezus. "Call her up and tell her you can't come." Mister Quimby was both cheerful and heartless. That's not fair," said Beezus. "Tell me why it isn't fair," said Mister Quimby. When Beezus had no answer, Ramona understood their plight was serious. When their father behaved this way, he never changed his mind. But I don't know how to cook," Ramona protested, "except Jello and French toast." "Nonsense," said Missus Quimby. "You're in third grade and you can read. Anyone who can read can cook." What'll we cook? Beezus had to accept the fact that she and Ramona had no way up. The same things I cook," said her mother. "Whatever I have bought on special that you can find in the refrigerator, and cornbread." Mister Quimby, his face serious but his eyes amused, looked at Ramona. "I expect to be served cornbread." That evening, after the dishes had been put away. Piggy Piggy was polishing gravy from his whiskers, and their parents were watching the evening news on television. Ramona marched into Beezus's room and shut the door. "It's all your fault," she informed her sister, who was lying on the bed with a book. "Why didn't you keep still?" "It's just as much as your fault," said Beezus. "You and your yucks." Both girls recognized nothing would be gained by arguing over blame. But you like to cook," said Ramona, "and you like to make Jello and French toast." The sisters looked at one another. What had gone wrong? Why didn't they want to prepare dinner? I think they're mean," said Ramona. "They're punishing us," said Beezus. "That's what they're doing." The sisters scowled. They like to cook. But they did not like to be punished. They sat in silence, thinking cross thoughts about parents, especially their parents, their unfair, unkind parents who did not appreciate what nice daughters they had. Lots of parents would be happy to have nice daughters like Beezus and Ramona. If I ever have a little girl, I won't ever make her eat tongue," said Ramona. "I'll give her good things to eat." Things like stuffed olives and whipped cream. Me too," agreed Beezus. "I wonder what there is for us to cook." "Let's go look in the refrigerator," suggested Ramona. Beezus objected. "If they hear us open the refrigerator, Mom and Dad will think we're hungry, and we'll get a lecture on not eating our dinner." "But I am hungry," said Ramona, although she understood the truth of Beezus's words. Oh well, she wouldn't actually starve to death before breakfast. She found herself thinking of French toast, golden with egg, under a snowfall of powdered sugar. 
Maybe. Jesus was thoughtful. Maybe for extra good, they'll forget about the whole thing. Ramona now felt sad as well as angry. Here, she had worked so hard to do her part by getting along with the Kemps, and now her family was not pulling together. Something had gone wrong. Jesus was probably right. The only way to accept, sorry, to escape punishment was to try being extra good. Okay, Ramona agreed, but her voice was gloomy. What a dismal thought, being extra good. But it was better than allowing their parents to punish them. Ramona went to her own room, where she curled up on her bed with a book. She wished something nice would happen to her mother and father. Something that would help them forget the scene at the dinner table. She wished her father would succeed in drawing a perfect foot, the sort of foot his teacher would want to hang in the front of the room, above the middle of the blackboard. Maybe a perfect foot would make him happy. And her mother? Maybe if Ramona could forgive her for not boiling the egg, she would be happy. In her heart, Ramona had forgiven her. And she was sorry she had been so cross with her mother. She longed to go tell her, but now she could not—not not when she was being punished. Thank you for listening. Bye. Until next episode.